Food Court, the movie podcast where Sean and John and Rob <laughs> watch it, talk shit, and most importantly, eat shit. It's special guest Rob Haynes. How are you, Rob? Hey, everybody. I'm Rob so tired. Haynes from the damned uh, letters, the newly rejuvenated, newly restarted Letters yes. from Camp Blood podcast. Finally letters from back Camp in Blood. Order. We Letters have risen from the grave. That's right. <laughs> Truly, verily. Uh, we're very glad that you're back, uh, both as a podcast and as a person, Rob. This is the first Thank time you. I've seen you since your great sojourn into the... I'm not going to say Great White North. I'm going to say slightly wider, slightly greater North. Can we been do that? have been calling it the corn. <laughs> yes. Mm. That's all there is. It's just corn. <laughs> <laughs> I'm into it. That works for me, really. Honestly, what 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 else do you need besides you know the good book and some corn and some porn? Amen. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's the so, holy sometime, Sometimes you hide the porn inside of the good book. You get a really big Bible, and then you've got uh, your pinup mag inside of it, and oh, then the, behind the, the priest mag, you could have like a cutout, and there could be like the corn on the cob instead of like I don't know. Say, oh uh, yeah, and you're you looking at the all, corn all in one <laughs> mighty package. Um, so I, what like I like it. to do is I, I like to hollow out the Bible like a like I was gonna put a gun in there. Nice. But instead, it's just like a little phone with some porn. Perfect. Ah, that's Perfect. fun. It's the 21st century. It's like John Wick. Perfect. Yeah. Um, one thing that um, we should mention is that the film that we're uh, reviewing ostensibly was Rob's choice. So. Uh, yes. If you uh, did not enjoy Hell Comes to Frogtown, <laughs> you can blame that man. That Seems g- unlikely. That Ginger Winger. If you didn't, if, if you go ahead, Ross. I was gonna say if you don't enjoy Hell Comes to Frogtown, you're fucking wrong. <laughs> <laughs> you're just factually incorrect. That's right, you the listener. You are wrong. <laughs> we That's like to start off. That's just a recurring by... theme on, on my show is within the first five minutes, me or Josh have to chastise the audience for something they didn't do. Mm. Well, you mm-hmm. know, that's just how we lash out about our bad parents and bad siblings, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But, Rob, we're going to put you on the stand. We're going to let you render oh. the first summary judgment. We're going to make you attempt to summarize the what have you that is Hell Comes to Frogtown. <laughs> okay. Let me paint a picture for you. <laughs> uh, it is the late aughts. I don't know what uh, time the actual movie takes place in, but mm-hmm. there has been a nuclear war. Yeah. Uh, the opening opens up kind of like if you ever saw that uh, British like faux documentary Threads that's about nuclear war. Uh, kind of wants to be cinema verite and scary. And it tells me like, oh, well, we predicted that if a nuclear war ever happened, it'd be one or two bombs and everybody would think, oh, God, we can't do this. And we'll stop. Oh, no, 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 no. And full tilt boogie uh, destroyed <laughs> the world. And 10 years in, we have mutant frogs that are treated like second class citizens. Uh, mm-hmm. Man sized mutant frogs. I know not if they're teenager ninja. Um, <laughs> but I know that they're they're scavengers. They're second class. Mm-hmm. And. You know, uh, d- after that, uh, Rowdy Roddy Piper gets involved. He is a <laughs> war criminal slash scavenger who apparently <laughs> travels the wasteland knocking broads up. Mm-hmm. We find him. He is uh, knocked up a like an army general's daughter, and mm. he's sour about it. He's not happy. <laughs> no. William Smith's daughter, I believe, right? 
I believe so, yes. Uh, so he's captured for that, and then given over to a company like a private contractor called MedTech, whose job it is mm. to, uh, after the nuclear bombs went off, everybody became sterile, except mm. for a handful of people. So now his job is to go with MedTech to go on secret missions where, uh, in this case, the mission of the movie is they're going to rescue a bunch of captured fertile females from Frogtown, the frog <laughs> stronghold. Yeah. Their version of Barter Town from... Yes, absolutely. From one of, from, from one of the post-apocalyptic. There's no Thunderdome, but there's a bunch of frogs. Uh, yeah. So they have to go in there. Their mission is to... Rescue these women, or yeah. if they can't rescue them, just fuck them right there. Mm-hmm. Like that's the only reason he's brought along, is just in case they can't rescue them, he's to impregnate them while they're still in captivity. <laughs> yeah, it and is then, true. Of course, he he falls in love with his handler, like every yeah. good movie. Uh, they they there's there's a there's a boondoggle. They have to there's a, there's a there's a scheme that has to be hatched to rescue. The, the ladies, then they do, uh, and you know, all all is all is well. <laughs> yeah. Um. Fascinating, Rob. That was about as Thank succinct you. a a a um, a description as you could find. Uh, I'm surprised that's you didn't just come was... out and say that this movie is an inspiration and a prophecy. Because not only yeah. not only did we see, sure, is it a Mad Max ripoff? Absolutely, but you know yes. what? You know what else it is? The direct inspiration for Mad Max Fury Road, quite clearly. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> we have I a harem of brides, of fertile brides. Come on! Meets John Carpenter's <laughs> Escape from L.A. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but there's a, frogs. It is a strange, uh, incredible film. Uh, no porn remake needed. Uh, although it would no. be uh, it, Frog Pussy would be an amazing porn title. Oh yeah, but uh, no porn re- remake made it. Um, uh, your your partner is actually in our Twitch chat. Your partner Josh Lewis hey! from Letter from Camp Blood is actually in the Twitch chat, and he says this is the longest uh, he's ever heard Rob talk without bringing up something about a dick or a vagina. So well, wow. met. well met. Don't Rob. get me wrong, coming <laughs> yeah. to a theater near you. <laughs> it is implied, though. I mean, he has to impregnate women with his. Penis, I'm guessing. Yeah, they way, don't show Josh, it. He was talking about they both pu- penises and vaginas. Yes. Mm-hmm. So unless well, he's got really do, good aim. What they do is uh, kind of like in every sci-fi prison movie where they have the Suicide Squad bomb in the neck. He's got right. it on his junk. Yes, he's yeah. got it downstairs. Yeah. This is essentially the Rugger Hauer movie where he has the bomb on his neck. Yes, but mm-hmm. instead of Rugger Hauer, we get Rowdy Roddy Piper. And Roddy Roddy Piper has to impregnate everyone instead of kill everyone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yes, and, and, and frogs. <laughs> and frogs. <laughs> and frogs. And, frogs. and like, and he's he's the legend. And I don't know how much of this is Rowdy Roddy Piper, uh, the producer taking care of Rowdy Roddy Piper, the actor taking care of Rowdy Roddy Piper, the man. But his character arc is that he's this legendary Lothario. Yes. Mm-hmm. And everybody wants to bang him because he's so good at it. Yeah. yeah. Including the frog women. Right. Yes. They want a piece, too. Yeah, They've he heard. definitely gives off serious froggy pheromones. Yes. Because <laughs> yeah. the frog women seem to have more, uh, seem to get froggier for him than even uh, Sandal Bergman and, uh, 
What was her name? Cease Varel? Cease Varet? Yeah, I, I've never heard it like said out loud. I've only seen it in the credits. Yeah, well, I, I've never, I've only seen her in this and then uh, one of the worst movies ever made, 1986 exploitation film called Silk, where she plays a rogue Miami uh, detective. Woof. It is unwatchable. Uh, it's like uh, you would need you would need the likes of Joe Bob, Count Floyd, and uh, the greatest orders of our time in between. Sven Gulli. Every yeah, every every seven yeah. minutes you'd need them to make it watchable. <laughs> I couldn't get through it. Maybe the worst film I've ever seen. But gotta say, a very uh, good actress and good looking naked lady. Oh, yes, and she did step up where Sandal Bergman failed us. Because I don't know if you know this, Sean. Uh, Sandal yes. Bergman was supposed to be nude for the entire Dance of Death scene. What? And I'm pretty sure that's why she was hired. And then she, uh, on the day of the scene, I guess looking around seeing men surrounded by uh, surrounded by frogmen, she was probably like, I, uh, I'm not doing this. This is creeping me out. This has wow. been strange enough. <laughs> I, this is really... Throttling my lady boner, I believe I'll be keeping the clothes on. Right. Yeah. I when I saw Sentinella, uh, uh, that is, I don't know how to say her real name, so I'll just say Sentinella, her right. character name. No, it's um, Sentinella, which is half a step away from one of those candles that gets rid of books. Ex- exactly. Yeah. The original um, Imperator Furiosa. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah, she's totally badass. But I like I saw her and she was badass and like she was like super cool eighties hot with like. Like slick back hair, badass lady, and I was like, "Well, certainly this lady has been in hundreds of movies because she's like a striking presence, and she seems like genuinely badass." And then I was like, "Oh, I guess she's been in like a bunch of weird shit, but nothing good. <laughs> she's been on like single episodes of like Law and Order and X Files, and that's it." Well, it appears that Rowdy Roddy Piper was trying to make his first movie without Meg Foster. And they were like, oh, God, we better go get someone who looks exactly like Meg Foster. <laughs> yes. And stick her in here immediately. Because he really tried to make a film without Meg Foster, believe it or not. But it, 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 couldn't, it couldn't make it so. Um, but So they got Meg Foster light. Although I, she's kind of, she's less like, she's more entrancing in a, wow, what a great looking lady way. And mm-hmm. less entrancing in a, oh, dear God, Meg Foster's blue eyes are boring through my soul and out my ass. Yes, terrifying right. blue eyes. There's just <laughs> horrifying like, uh, Meg Foster's eyes in the world. Uh, for Unreal. Better, for better or for worse. Uh, While we're talking about the ladies of this film, I did okay. find it strange. And I've seen this movie probably a dozen times in my life. I watched it <laughs> last night, and I watched it maybe a month ago before I even knew this was podcast was going to happen. And it really wasn't until I was taking notes last night that I realized, like, it's post-apocalypse, but mm-hmm. for some reason... All the female characters are wearing, like, the sexy time stripper version of whatever work uniform they have. Yes. Like, it's sexy nurse, sexy soldier, (laughs) sexy frog lady. (laughs) Hot frog lady with fishnets. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, they're all super sexed up. I mean, that's how you make a movie. It's 86, 88. That's how you make a movie. And, you know, this is Hell Comes to Frogtown. Let's go ahead and get canceled, boys. Let's talk about right. Sandal, let's talk about Sandal Bergman because Sandal Bergman to me, I know we're not supposed to judge uh, actresses by their uh, by their physical attributes, but she just has insane, crazy lady eyes that make me uncomfortable no matter how hot she uh, she is from the neck down. See, she I, that's 
She do, but I'm kind of into it. Right. Okay, yeah. I, you know, it's, it's a taste thing. But for me, like, I cannot buy her, like, early on when she's, like, kind of, like, scary nurse that I think is going to stab someone in the eye with a hypodermic needle. Totally buy yeah. it. But as soon as mm-hmm. she's supposed to be, like, the, the, the woman who soothes and soothes the beast within Rowdy Roddy Piper, don't buy it completely. Especially with a Sentinella right there. Come oh, on. yeah. Uh, but furthermore... We, get, we haven't talked about how this film is the prophecy with MedTech being the, the Amazon of the future that just controls the world. Yeah. There are no nation states, only corporations and, yeah. and bizarre uh, Republican yeah, the, frog towns. This whole like <laughs> military privatization industrial complex, this mm-hmm. shit happened. Oh, yeah. And they want, and they want my sperm. Yes. And they have pink trucks. We really should be getting yeah. pink, on to pink the hot rods and low man, low man of the picture. But guys, we got to talk about the elephant in the room, or the frog, as it were. Have you guys seen the sequel to this film? No, I have not. Uh, I kind of want to, but I also don't want to ruin this one. Um, so it is much worse. This is like a quality B picture. This is like. This is like a bad movie made well. Yeah. Um, this was this was dude trying to be John Carpenter and failing miserably, which I there's honor in my in my opinion when you try to make a bad movie and just whiff. Yeah, aping yeah. George Miller and aping John Carpenter, that's noble that's noble plan of the apedom. That's totally sure. acceptable. And, and I feel like the guy, whoever this guy he got to co direct with him, there's like I feel like the shots in this movie are well set up. I feel like the movie's well paced. Mm-hmm. Return of the Frog has like none a, of that. Well, I've heard oh. it's it's like a, a shot on VHS. Yes. Oh, kinda. no. I, yeah. Robert oh. Zadar plays Sam Hill. Oh, no. Do you know no. who Robert Zadar is? Yes. Maniac we talked cop. about him just before we started recording. It's Maniac yeah. Cop, the guy with cherubism. I mean, he, he, looks uh. like, <laughs> he looks like one of those French twins who resembles a cat lady now. I mean, Robert Zadar is in it. Brian James is in it. Somehow they got Brian James. And like, for all the flaws of the, uh, the 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 creature work in this movie, he did a pretty great job. I think he had a twelve thousand dollar budget. I think his name was Sam Wang. Did it with twelve thousand yeah, bucks. Wang. Steve, Steve Wang. Wang. You got to hear my notes. That's that's great uh, creature work for that amount of money. These are pretty oh, decent yeah. frogs considering they look the cool. sheer screen it's, time they get. It was a close runner up for my high man pick of the show because I yeah. mean they're not great, but like. There's two or three like hero frogs that right. are fucking fantastic. Eye patch yeah, frogs, and the rest great. are just like they're Eye just masks. Really and the but the masks are good. I yeah. just now figured out that that frog name, that frog that's villain, the villain frog named Bull, that's Bullfrog. Mm-hmm. Just figured that yeah. out. Might need to walk <laughs> into the ocean. But hey, we've watched uh, you know not on this program, but maybe if one of our guests really hates us, we've watched movies like uh, Super Mario Brothers, where that's like twenty million dollars worth of frog makeup. This frog makeup was on par. These look better than the Koopa Troopas. Definitely. It looks great. I thought, I mean, all it has to be for me is just like, oh, this is cool. That's all I need. If I look at it and I go, oh, this is cool, then they nailed it. And I said it often. And sometimes you just got to put a fez on the top of uh, like a lizard's head. And then (laughs) that's good. That's how you sell it. A fez on the tutu. So you can tell he's, he's a warlord. He's a criminal. Yeah. He's he, he it's an Arab frog, an evil Arab yeah. frog. <laughs> Somehow, yeah. <laughs> with a I'm, tutu. I'm curious because they don't really go into the 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 world building of Hell Comes to Frogtown, but like 
are the frogs were they did they begin life ten years ago as frogs that became men or are they men that became frog like? Because if in the span of ten years you go from swimming in a pond to wearing a fez in a bar, yeah, that's impressive. That's impressive. Speaking English, perhaps yeah. there's some uh, some advanced evolution from the um, from the nuclear warheads going off, or perhaps it's just the to to quote the Mother's Ball brothers and the Casal brothers. There's just been complete de-evolution, Rob. Perhaps mm. we are not men; we are frogs. Um, <laughs> Well, it's uh, possible. I, I got us off the trail uh, long enough. Let's get back on target. Rob, we like to talk about our mystery meat hero of the picture. What was your favorite mm. thing about the flick? Again, I came close to going with the creature effects because when they're fucking on, they're fucking on. And when they're <laughs> off, not so much. Uh, but, I mean, it's clear that the answer is Rowdy fucking Roddy Piper. Like, he just kind of lights up the screen. <laughs> In a way that, like, you got taste of in They Live. Right. But then you also had, like, Keith David, and, like, there was, frankly, a coherent plot and things going on here. Mm -hmm. Like, he makes this movie enjoyable by just force of fucking will. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, just him being himself makes this movie, like, watchable and engaging. To the point that, like, I question whether they told Roddy they were making a movie. Right. <laughs> so is this, uh, in fact, your favorite Rowdy Roddy performance? In a film, in a film. Because, I mean, you're not going to beat uh, Roddy versus Greg the Hammer Valentine. No, no, dog no, Dog no, collar no. match from, uh, from, I believe that's the, is that the first Clash of the Champions? That's Clash of the Champions, baby. Yeah, I mean. No, 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 that's that. Starcade. That's Starcade. Oh, you're right. That's it's the first Starcade. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, no, uh, <laughs> and that there's, do you remember the, uh, the, the pilot he did with Jesse the Body Ventura? Where it was him, and it's it's, it's on YouTube. I think it's like what? keep talking. I'm almost there. They're, they're, <laughs> in the '80s, they did a pilot for an hour-long cop drama oh. where it's Jesse the Body Ventura and Rowdy Roddy Piper, and I don't oh. remember if they are cops who become wrestlers or wrestlers who become <laughs> cops. <laughs> but they go from one to the other, and it's called like Body Slam. All I've ever wanted. All I've ever needed was there in my arms. Where is that pilot? I need it. YouTube, baby. Um, YouTube. So this is probably my third favorite Roddy Piper performance cinematic. Oh, I'll give you that. I uh, mean, um, They Live is unquestionable. Oh, yeah. Oh, but it is questionable, Rob. Uh-oh. It's number two. And mostly just because they let Roddy at, like, John Carpenter knew that Rowdy Roddy Piper is a genius and let him make yeah. up his own dialogue. And Hell Comes to Frogtown, those were not Rowdy Roddy Piper's zingers. No, they were corny, but he was yeah. selling them. He was selling them. Because he was Absolutely. saying, you know, he was saying, you know, ribbit and stuff like that. It, it, that was not, you know, he, he's, Rowdy says completely insane shit. There's a film when, called Immortal Combat, where it's wow. Rowdy Roddy Piper and Sonny oh. Chiba as cops. Oh, fighting, fuck. Fighting, uh, they're basically fighting the Highlanders. They're fighting immortal warriors who can only be killed by burning their heads off. And R Rowdy is completely at ease in making up all of his own dialogue. And Sonny Chiba, so the fight scenes are actually awesome. It's also hilarious because Sonny Chiba has not yet learned English yet. Nice. But is definitely making an attempt to phonetically say his dialogue. Ooh. So this movie hits on every level. And it's a, a pretty much flawless uh, Rowdy Roddy Piper performance. And it, of course, stars Meg Foster. So we all good in the hood. 
Uh, that's mm-hmm. my favorite Rowdy Roddy Piper performance. My favorite thing about to- this movie, Hell Comes to Frogtown, however, is the appearance of the immortal and the essential apocalyptic villain, William Smith, who's in a ton mm-hmm. of apocalyptic movies and is always perfect. And really, they needed more of him in this picture. We needed more yeah. William Smith. We needed le- There should have been less frog stuff. Because honestly, we didn't need to see the frogs as much as and as often as we did. We needed more William Smith. That's the ultimate warrior. That's the guy we need. I mean, this guy's yeah. gone toe-to-toe with Philo Badeau and his orangutans. This is a guy that we need to watch. Uh, I mean, he owns the screen anytime he's on it. Um, and uh, he's like a perfect foil for Roddy Piper. We really could have used, a, you know, we'll get to more of it. But the good thing was that he was there at all. But, uh, Sean, that's enough of my uh, Euro. What's yours? Okay, as usual, I have like a thousand, but my main one, okay, the title just kicks ass. I was like, <laughs> yeah. I was like, hell comes to Frogtown. I don't know what the fuck that means. I don't know what the fuck that means. That means Sam Hell is visiting Frogtown to uh, well, that's impregnate the thing. every single person. <laughs> that's the thing and, that is so amphibian. surprising. Because you think, yeah. when I th- hear hell comes to Frogtown, I think, oh man, Frogtown's about to get fucked up by right. hell. Yeah. Itself. Right. Not a man named Sam. Because the way, yeah. <laughs> what the Sam Hell? There's just a wanted poster that says wanted Sam Hell. And I was like, what the fuck? There's like six, is- there's 16 jokes built in just into the title. Most of which are not even, you can't even decipher, which that's the sign of a real flop. <laughs> but I like it. <laughs> what, what, I, what I love about the title is it's got like, Sounds like an evil version of like those 1930s and 20s road trip movies, like The Road to San Jose. <laughs> yeah. Hell comes to Frogtown. Starring Bing Crosby and Rowdy Roddy Piper. <laughs> if we could uh, stick Rowdy Piper in movies that come out now, what flicks would you stick him in? I would ask the Twitch chat this, and Twitch chat, feel free to chime in amongst each other. I turned Twitch off because I think it was slowing down my stream. Maybe not, maybe so. I'm going to figure this out eventually. But if you guys could cast uh, Rowdy Roddy Piper in a movie that came out in the last 10 years, what picture do you think he could have saved? Mm, last 10 years. Last 10 years. Could he have saved? Right. Uh, I'm Wait, I'm trying it. to think of things... Oh, Harrison what is it? Ford just made a picture where, uh, you know, the dog was played by a human being. Mm-hmm. How about let that dog be played by Rowdy Roddy Piper? Wow, that's a really good idea. I I'll, like I'll, it. I'll let that go, but you can't use CG. Okay, absolutely. Like you, that's ju- fine. you just you just gotta let Rowdy Roddy Piper hey, walk around. He's the master of the dog collar like match. He's the master of the dog yeah. collar match. It's fine. <laughs> it's totally fine. But I think Rowdy Roddy Piper improves some movies. Mm-hmm. Not all movies. Because you got okay. as soon as you stick Rowdy Roddy Piper in there, you have to be ready for some serious mugging. So anything that where mugging is allowed, perfect. I want him to be the child in Parasite. Is that is that okay? <laughs> Which one? The, Which one? The, ri- the rich family's child. Okay, I want him you, you, to you. just be there wearing a, a headdress, <laughs> shooting shooting fake rubber arrows at the family. Just jacked. And getting scared. Just yeah, huge. Just <laughs> huge. <laughs> Bigger than everyone, certainly. He's pretty just jacked a huge in this man. movie. I, think he's, I feel like he's more jacked in this movie than in They Live. Yeah. He's really big, and also they kind of unfairly stuff him into that weird uh, cock holster thing 
to protect to protect his penis. Incredible. But gag. it's like so tight on him that he can like when I watched it, I was like, he must be in deep discomfort because it looks like it is like even as slim, a powerful man he is like he is. You can see his skin hanging over it like, oh, my God, he's just stuffed into that thing and they didn't loosen it up for him. Roddy, why didn't you just say, hey, I'm I'm hurting here. <laughs> my dick hurts. <laughs> yeah, my, you hurt my dick. Sean, give us some more of your uh, euros, your endless damned euros. Okay, I got a ton. Um, <laughs> one, uh, the nurse says, this man is carrying a loaded weapon. And it refers to his penis and balls, which is great. Um, That's uh, government equipment now, soldier. <laughs> yes. Um, there's a welcome to Frogtown sign, which is already great. But it has a, a subscript that says, if you lived here, you'd be home by now, <laughs> which is one of my favorite signs if I see it anywhere on the side of the road. But also like a, a truly absurd thing to write outside of a frog town. Just uh, it's a town full of frogs. And if you happen to be here, I guess maybe you're probably frog. Cause, <laughs> or a lizard. There are other a, there are other animals, correct? There's kind of lizard. Know. Looking back into our Twitch chat, uh, someone has suggested that the Rowdy One and Tom Hardy need to be on the same screen at the same time. I don't think Mm-mm. the world can handle it. No. Think, at least one of them has to have... Tom Hardy would have made an incredible uh, frog uh, Fez King in this film. Oh, yeah. An yes. absolutely amazing frog I'm Fez I mean, fucking Capone. He yeah. can pull that off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and no one's asking him to shit all over the place. Right. <laughs> We we have just begun this Tom Hardy journey, boys. I really don't know if Capone is the is the final form. I think it could get stranger. I think is he it gonna get louder like, and shittier. No one is telling him no. No one is telling I, Tom Hardy no. No one can I stop want him. Tom Hardy to become like the Joaquin Phoenix type, but mm-hmm. like could beat the shit out of you. Strong Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah. Like he Joaquin just gains Phoenix more weight rather than just, getting skinny. Just <laughs> crazy action movies that no and, and no one's afraid. Like everybody's afraid to tell him no. He can't do that. Right. I won't I watch mean, any of his action movies. When will Joaquin and Hardy share the screen, or is that just too much mm. like hair-lipped madness for one for for one picture? <laughs> does would, Tom Hardy have a hair lip? <laughs> Joaquin does, and Tom oh, Hardy. That's has, true. Tom Hardy has some kind of lip scar. There's a lot of scarage, scarred features. Yeah going on Look, man, I have to point out Joaquin Phoenix's hair lip and you think I'm not going to take it you're dead wrong really good point <laughs> <laughs> the man's got hootspah Stacey Keach hit his behind a mustache most of his career Joaquin Phoenix was like I am uh, I am Julius Caesar with a hair lip come at me here this I is am. what I look like. Yeah. What are you going to do about it <laughs> here I, I am have, <laughs> I have a big number one um, this is maybe the most number one of all number one. This is my hero of all heroes. Okay. Um, you have aroused the three snakes. I like that. That's, that's probably yeah. my favorite part. <laughs> when they reveal that the three snakes are, in fact, three snake penises hiding underneath the man's robe is just lovely. Uh, it's wonderful. I'm pretty sure pre-show, for those who happen to stumble in, Rob was a little upset. About the three snakes, and I think that I brings us say, to our low main, low men of the picture. Rob, go right ahead. Not not to jump ahead on everybody, but yeah, that was actually going to be my number one with a bullet low main, low man of the picture, is the dance of the three snakes. Mm. Because 
it starts out the whole sequence where it begins, like they have to prepare her body for the dance of the three snakes, which is really just they give her drugs and go down on her. Well, I think yeah. they were going to prepare her body by taking her clothes off. But yeah. Sandal Bergman was like, hell nah, I made Conan the Barbarian. You're just going to have to deal with my negligee here. This isn't, mm-hmm. uh, you know, R-rated Xanadu. I've got an image to maintain and to uphold. And I'm happy I'm happy to take that if that's what's available to you. Right. <laughs> sure. What, what I'm troubled by is that Dance of the Three Snakes, it's such a long setup. Right. For a joke that gets played off, like it's, they prepare her body, like she's got to fight a fucking dragon. And then there's a... <laughs> There's a the scenario where she's actually doing the dance and she, you get a little awkward comedy. Like, I don't know what I'm doing. Then she starts thinking about uh, Rowdy Roddy Piper and gets all sexed up and yeah. he's into it and stuff. So then you, Toady comes out and is like, you have aroused the three snakes. And you find out that it's three dicks. Mm-hmm. But then you don't see the fucking dicks. Mm-hmm. They had every opportunity. I love that. I, I, they had I, a, I, a, a moral obligation. <laughs> <laughs> to show me the triple frog dick. I'm and upset dipped. that I don't get to see uh, Sandal Bergman's wide-eyed titties, and Rob's just pissed off he doesn't get to see lizard dicks. <laughs> <laughs> just saying. It's like, it don't promise me three snake cocks, <laughs> yeah. and then don't deliver. We didn't like, get nary a like... snake cock. And you know what? Honestly, if we're going to go down, if we're going to die on this hill, we should have gotten to see what was under that chastity belt of Rowdy Roddy Piper's. Yes, we, we should. Yes. What kind of heat he was packing. We needed mm-hmm. to have a scene where there was a bomb wrapped around Dong. That's just unfair. Not progressive at all. Shame on you. Uh, I think we should cancel the filmmakers for not showing Rowdy Roddy's pipe. I would like to imagine that underneath there, it's not like anything massive. It's like a, a vanilla Tootsie Roll. <laughs> that but like a... just word of mouth has gotten around. <laughs> it would be the greatest nerd picture of all time if it would just validate our tiny dongs for us. <laughs> if it would just show that the greatest Lothario in Frogpocalypse Town is actually a poorly hung incel like us by George. I mean, <laughs> maybe it is. would be refreshing. <laughs> Maybe it's only because he is fertile. Maybe, I mean, there is some indication that, like, everybody Boy, thinks he's hot. Yeah, but I... <laughs> P.S. Fertility is overrated. But in this world, maybe it's just like, well, he didn't have to have sex with, he, with me well. He got me pregnant. That's that's the height of sex is just procreation. You, you made a baby inside of me. I've never had better sex than that because nobody's ever... Uh, very put a baby in me. Before, yes. Before we get to uh, Sean's low main, uh, low man of the totem pole, I want to pitch it to our chat. And I want to say, who are some other wrestlers you guys think could have played Sam Hell? Be it modern day or if you want to go all the way back to the Crusher. I just want to know from the guys in the Twitch chat, who are some other wrestlers you would like to have seen? You can't say Dwayne the Rock Johnson. That's it. Okay. He's already okay. making Jumanji's. It's That's bad a good enough. The Rock has the Rock hasn't. I don't think The Rock has made a movie as good as Hell Comes to Frogtown. Sadly, but uh, let me kick that. Let me kick that to ch- to chat. Uh, but go ahead, Sean. What is your low main low man of this picture? Now this is all three snakes related as well. <laughs> so I my my favorite part and my least favorite part happen almost simultaneously. It is okay. So she's doing a dance. And at first she's awkward. We we right. know that she, you know, how how are you going to be sexy around a bunch of frogs? <laughs> how? And just, uh, just she, smell the smell yeah. of the of yes. the trash frogville. Yes, in and of itself has to be a boner killer. Radioactive frogs. Yeah. 
Um, but then she turns it on into a quote-unquote sexy dance. Right. But the sexy dance is no sexier than the non-sexy dance. It never gets to sexy. And then the lizard man or frog man or whatever he is, well, I don't, you know, I don't want to judge. He says, wow. <laughs> That's <laughs> the fact that he responds to her dancing by being sexed up is just like weird. It's just, I, I mean, I can sus- suspend my disbelief for a lot of different things. Right. But not for this. As much as I love him having three snake boners. Just the fact that he is, like, so sexed up by just, like, a really weird modern dance is... I don't get it. Right. Well, I'll stay on this triple snake dick train. Um, My issue with this film is that (laughs) you have Rowdy Roddy Piper. Mm Mm-hmm. Let the man talk. The greatest talker in the history of wrestling. Let the man talk. Let him play with his lines. There's no way you get out of that snake dick scene without Rowdy Roddy Piper bringing up a horny toad joke. There's no way that uh, we don't have some of the strangest one-liners in movie history when Rowdy Roddy Piper is given a town full of frog pussy to fuck. This is a... Mm-hmm. Ta- this is a... We would, have, we would have gotten the likes of I've come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass ad infinitum in this film and we don't get any of that there's nary a one-liner in the entire picture so i think he's totally fine he's good in the movie good fight scenes because you can tell that's where they got to use some of his talents but we didn't Mm -hmm. really get to hear any of the rowdy ones great lines it just kind of kind of kills me a little bit it's a little disappointing when i go back i like rob i've seen this movie a lot uh but i always end up being like you know what it's not as rowdy this is rowdy rowdy piper's near and dear to my heart uh, I travel uh, with, uh, you know, some people keep their keys uh, in the flap above theirs. Uh, well, mine's got a little, uh, like a little slot to put a picture of your kid or whatever. Uh, or uh, probably it's actually for your, like, registration. I just keep mm-hmm. a uh, wrestling card of Rowdy Roddy Piper there. <laughs> so wow. He's always close like to me, little, so I feel like I know like the Like a little St. Christopher medal. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> he's protecting you. But it's just not you. enough, not enough rowdy goodness for uh, me. I, I, oddly enough, have a Rowdy Roddy Piper slash Hell Comes to Frogtown story. Oh. oh. A few years ago, uh, I went to go see a Ring of Honor wrestling show, and it was the first time they had been in Nashville since they'd been on television. So they're trying to draw a house. So what do you do in that scenario? You hire Rowdy Roddy Piper to come sign autographs before the show. He's not oh, wrestling. Wow. He's just showing up. Um, and I feel bad for this, uh, if you're a wrestling fan, there was a guy named AJ Styles, who is currently in WWE. Oh, sure. Very talented fella. Super Republican. The gay community. (laughs) 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 Sorry, that's that's very inside baseball, or inside wrestling there, Sean, sorry. (laughs) Uh, He doesn't like them. He's not a fan, no. I can picture that. It's, uh, it's, the wrestling community, very problematic. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Oh, weird. (laughs) But, uh, so it's the two big draws for the show are it's Rowdy Roddy Piper signing autographs, and then AJ Styles has just left another big company to come to Ring of Honor, so it's his first show. So he's also signing autographs and selling shit before the show, and the Rowdy Roddy Piper line is through the entire building, out the door, and wrapped around the building. You're damn right it is. That's the guy who busted Jimmy Snuka in the head with a coconut. Ten feet across the table from him, sitting there like a fucking, like Virgil. Like Virgil. Like he was sadder. Like, like Virgil. he was sadder. Is AJ Styles, who's got, 
the biggest table of merch I have ever seen. He's got like four or five shirts. He's got fucking wristbands. He's got the stupid gloves. He's got everything. Jesus fish. And there was, yeah. <laughs> he had some, one of the shirts was vaguely Christian. Yeah, of course. I can't oh, remember okay. what exactly. But so everybody that is getting close to the Rowdy Roddy Piper line is also de facto just staring at AJ Styles talking to nobody. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> to the point that, like, children would, like, they'll get bored and they'll start going over to his table. So he's talking to the kids and slowly, like, so do you want to buy a little rubber bracelet, little girl? Huh? Huh? <laughs> I'm, I'm so hungry. Uh <laughs> So we're pretty late in the line. We're like the last two or three guys. And we were there for like an hour. And we f- it finally gets to be, it's me and my brother. It's our turn to, to, to pay our $20 to meet Rowdy Roddy Piper. <laughs> and for that 20 bucks, you get a, a picture made. And you also get, you can either, uh, some people brought their own shit to have signed. I opted. Uh, I did not bring it. I did not have any Rowdy Roddy Piper merch. But he has a display of 8x10s. Stack of wrestling 8x10s, a handful of they live 8x10s, and then one lone single solitary 8x10 of the Hell Comes to Frogtown poster. <laughs> so I pick that up. Of course. And I, I hand it to him. And he spends proceeds to spend the next 10 minutes talking to me and my brother about Hell Comes to Frogtown and why it's the only movie he was afraid to let his wife watch <laughs> and how he has had that last 8x10 Going from show to convention to convention to show <laughs> for four years. Incredible. What? Four like, years? He just like he stacks them all up and puts them in a fucking binder or whatever when he's done. And he's just had one left that and you he bought won't it. Throw away. And I bought it. That's yeah. right. You goddamn right you did. But That's he was such he was the nicest guy on the fucking planet. Uh, it's very rare that, like, I pay money to meet somebody. Right, sure. And even rarer that they seem like they give any kind of a shit. Rowdy Roddy Piper genuinely felt like he was more excited to meet me and my brother than we were to meet him. Well, you bought the you bought the Hell Comes to Frogtown picture. <laughs> he, he's got to know what's going on in your mind. It's like, you've taken this albatross off of my neck. <laughs> I don't have to look at this on my table for another four fucking years. I mean, I, I get it. You don't want to show your wife... Uh, the movie where you have sex with every uh, mammal and amphibian left to impregnate that there is. Yeah. <laughs> also, maybe you guys can tell me, at the very beginning when Captain Devlin is like, oh, my daughter, you raped my daughter. He didn't rape his daughter, right? He, right? That was something he, I was going to bring up in the notes. Like, it's, I mean, who they knows? They never address that. They never, they never really talk that. about it. I like to think because I'm I'm a, I love him and I want him to be a good person that he just did the good sex. They loved each other very much for those yeah. brief moments. I mean, and then his dad was pissed off and he went, "You know what? Fuck that's this." The, that's the way I choose to look at it because he is accusing Roddy Roddy Piper of raping his daughter. And yeah. then the medtech people come in and say your daughter changed her story when she yeah. found out she was pregnant. Which makes me sound, in my heart of hearts, I want to believe that Sam Hell merely treated this gal to a nice dinner yeah. and a little bit of uh, exchanges of oral pleasures yeah. and then shot some glue. This film has a lot of uh, <laughs> problematic uh, mm. consent issues. <laughs> yeah. Yes. They, and a lot of them are thrown at Roddy Piper. Like, yeah, some, he's straight yeah. up almost, it, it he's goes almost both raped ways. twice. Yeah, yeah. He, he almost gets uh, amphibian uh, date raped, and then uh, there's some some form of lady in a bag halfway through the movie 
that uh, they have, that he that he woos with his uh, intergalactic chastity belt dong. And then there's it, like that one is kind of nice though because it's like okay they they show him kind of hanging out with her. She throws some shit in his face, and they're like, hey, now now's the time to fuck this lady. And he's like, no man, that's not how yeah. it works. <laughs> Well, this and then the next morning, like, she's clean, which is yeah. amazing. He, yeah. At some he point in the night, up. he cleans her, yeah. which is, what a sweet like, guy. Jesus Christ, he washed her yes. feet. Yes, um, exactly. This, not, this, only, not, only, not only did he clean her, like, he cleaned her after, like, the night before, his handler, after being told that, like, I can't perform under these conditions, this girl's mm-hmm. dirty and drugged. So yeah. she gives him a second striptease of the movie <laughs> yes, to yes. try to get him horned up. <laughs> Maybe that's why she wouldn't get nude. She's like, I have stripped teeth twice, not removed my top. I'm not doing it in front of all these frogmen. This isn't happening. <laughs> I was in Xanadu. I'll give you I'll give you three strip teases or one titty shot. It's your I have choice. danced for Bob Fosse. I do not need to dance for you, uh, Donald Jackson or what have you. Uh, furthermore, uh, we were talking about th- this movie has a weird, outdated notion of sex that reminds me. This movie reminds me of Married with Children for a number a number of reasons. Uh, first of all, <laughs> okay. uh, Sandal Bergman kind of looks like Katie Seagal in the face. Mm, mm-hmm. uh, second of all, there's a real like Al Bundy doesn't want to have sex with Peg, which no one ever understood yeah. or believed. And for some yeah. reason, Rowdy Roddy Piper does not want to have sex with this uh, harem of white women. Yes, not believable. <laughs> He's yeah. like, uh, and you gotta remember, I mostly saw this movie as a young child or youngish, like a teen. So I, you know, I was very confused by all this. Very yes. Confused. Well, what what I don't understand was the scene where, like, she he she Sandal Bergman uh, does the the sexy time dance and sees that he's not into it. Yeah, and gets real sad. She gets sad. So to make her happy, he fucks the other girl. Yeah, while she watches. I mean, that's There's what true love of weird, is about. I guess. I don't... I've done some weird power exchange shit in my personal life, but that <laughs> is up there. That's up there. Uh, I wonder what Rob's safe word is. Uh, uh, speaking of uh, trigger warnings, uh, ro- two <laughs> fat guys and one uh, yes. basement dweller. Uh, is gonna, we're going to talk about masturbation, folks. Oh, okay. Uh, this yeah. movie, I mean, with the mustache, I think you're you're obligated to. <laughs> <laughs> this movie was one of my uh, meat beat manifestos as a child. Oh, nice. <laughs> uh, but now that I think about it, I I thought I thought I remembered Sandal Bergman getting nude. It was all this this cease Verrett. That was the that was yeah. the scene yeah. for me. That's, a, yeah, that's she's like, that was gorgeous. A, that was yeah. one of those. It, does Sandal Bergman get naked in Conan the Barbarian? I feel like I've seen her naked in something. Did I make this up? Are I these, don't remember. Are these, did she, I, I, I think she just gets close to naked in is, just about everything. But is this not... a mammary Mandela effect? Is this a? Uh, am I, have I gaslit myself concerning Sandal Bergman's breasts <laughs> for twenty years? I think uh, I might have. have. I think you did. Yeah. Uh, well, we got some good notes from the chat. Actually, uh, someone did say The Rock, but then they apologized and said Sergeant Slaughter would have been Sam which, I mean, yeah. That is an amazing answer. Just imagine that. Ch- and and really, by getting Robert Zadar, they got that chin to play Sam yeah. Hell in the next picture. So you're not far off. Uh, your co-host throws out Jimmy Superfly Snooka or Scott Steiner. Mm-hmm. Uh, I personally Whoa. would lobby for Scott Steiner to do anything he wants on Cellular. Yeah. Uh, Great to I listen to him talk. Uh, I'd he- per- yeah, of the two, I'd pick the one that's not a murderer. Right. 
<laughs> oh, which one is a murderer? Is Snooka a murderer? Snooka might have killed a lady. Yeah, they think oh, he really? murdered his uh, his girlfriend. They 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 I think that he indicted him at age like seventy eight, and then he swiftly yeah, died. After, yeah, he had dementia by the time they got around oh, to charging him with that. No, yeah. I mean the dude it's, knew the guy knew when to you know when to take it home, and it, you know going to jail <laughs> yeah. with a seventy eight year old man probably not the best way to. Probably not the best way to uh, to to do it. I'm glad that Josh uh, threw that out to Chad Ryan. Also said uh, Captain Lou Albano. Oh, yeah. I love the notion of Captain Lou Albano having that show. He he <laughs> yeah. would he would Captain Lou would have been good for the that minor buddy he finds. Oh sure. Like I see Captain, oh, yeah. Captain Lou is like it's played by the Rory Calhoun. <laughs> Rory yeah. Calhoun, the old Western star. Man, he must have been on hard times. <laughs> he goes from starring in Sergio Leone biblical epics to uh, Hell Comes to Frogtown. Well, what uh, is it? What western is he in? Uh, he's in the first. He's I think he's in the Colossus of Rhodes. Uh, he he's like, oh. he was like the first. He was like the first movie star that Sergio Leone worked with. Uh, Interesting. Yeah, I mean, so he, he was. You know, I guess he's making Italian flicks. He's used to kind of slumming it, but it's still funny sure. to see him. And boy, he he sounded like he has lived life. Yeah, he sounded like <laughs> that. I, I say that your show is the smarter version of my show <laughs> because that's a reference I never would have gotten or made. But like, if he showed his dick in a fucking VHS only yeah. film, yeah, I'd love to <laughs> pretend that we're in rarefied air. But then again. Uh, your co-host Josh is going to be watching Cliffhanger next week with us, so yeah! I can't pretend that we're going to be watching, you know, Wild Strawberries or any shit like that. So, <laughs> oh, we should watch Wild Strawberries of your podcast, uh, Rob. <laughs> Maybe you guys should uh, go back into sabbatical. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that about does wrap it, it up. Our, we're that, done. That, that does it for our show, uh, Rob. Tell them where they can find you online. Uh, you can find me personally. I'm at Rob Haynes, R-O-B-H-A-Y-N-E-S. Uh, Instagram, Twitter, and all that other horseshit. Uh, please, if you like this particular brand of dick jokery, uh, we talk about horror movies and we've had exploitation, that type of stuff. Uh, the newly re- relaunched Letters from Camp Blood. Mm. Uh, you can get all the info at campbloodpod.com. All the social media links and all that good shit is available at campbloodletters.com. Fuck Yeah. And if you really want to find Food Court, which I bet you do, I mean, you're listening to it or watching it right now, so you probably, probably for some reason, want to, I don't know, engage with it more. But if you're only uh, listening, you can find us at twitch.tv slash foodcourtmoviepodcast, because we do this show that's live true. now, and we get at least four or five ding-dongs in there yucking it up with us, and you can look at our weird mugs in uh, yeah. various uh, shades of uh, streamer hell. Um, but uh, we also have an Instagram. What's that, Sean? Uh, it is Food Court Movie Podcast, and our Twitter is at Food Court Cast, and that's pretty much... I mean, we're on Facebook, but nobody uses Facebook. It's... I mean, it's weird. It's like... We- we got our first like ping off of Facebook since we returned yesterday, and yeah. I was like, "Fuck! I completely forgot about this. Yes. Like, I did not know this was a community still." Forgetting about Facebook is a that is a that is a, a good life, day. That's a life hack right there. It's dark. It's dark there. <laughs> it's really dark. Yeah. I mean, Twitter is incredibly dark, but something about Facebook yeah. it seems like cheery but dark, which is Twitter is a worse. nightmare. Echo chamber. Facebook is used to rig elections. I don't really know. There's yes. Well, <laughs> there's a certain level of ominousness to uh, Facebook that 
Not even my dark heart can handle anymore. And before we get any further down this rabbit hole, I'm going to go ahead and say bon appetit. Tune in next week. Josh Lewis will be back with us. And we're going to watch that seminal film, Cliffhanger, in the words of John Lithgow. Sacrifice.